Adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Welcome back, No Snooze Podcast, episode 153. As always, I'm in the booth with the big three. Michael, the show Pirelli, Claudio, the voice, Valenzuela, and I am Dave, the body, still on the lake, daily, Regina. I'd like to formally uh, submit <laughs> a change to my nickname. Really? You've never seen a movie. Maybe. Have you seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off? No. Isn't that a... Have he's you? A, he's a short, fat guy? You've seen TV, right? Isn't Ferris Bueller no, 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 a no, short, no. fat no, guy? No, no, no. Don't insult my guy like that. Is that... Is he? No. He's, he's a big he's, he's, dude? he's like uh, Frank Pirelli in his prime. <laughs> okay. You know? Same build. Oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, so in the in the movie, which you should watch, great movie, there's a part where he impersonates uh, the sausage king of <laughs> Chicago to get into a restaurant, like a really nice restaurant. Yeah. The guy's name is Abe Froman. So I would like to be formally known as Mike Pirelli, the Sausage King of Connecticut. Wow, that's like a that's tough to remember. All right, we'll do. We're in the booth. We'll workshop that (laughs) with the big three. Michael, the Sausage King of Connecticut. (laughs) What did you say? Can you imagine if that's like in in the in the (laughs) uh, description of each episode? Oh my god! But anyway, yeah, you know, Sausage Party was great. We'll we'll talk about it. But yeah, man, that was my formal nicknames. We, I mean, we should switch it up every week. I think we need new nicknames no, every week. No, that's too much. I that's think you need to, you know, workshop. Too it. much work. Oh, before we get started, this is Mike's favorite part of the episode. So this will drop on Monday, uh, which is Juneteenth. Okay. Okay. Why I know. Was my favorite part? <laughs> you were gonna no, because you were gonna talk about it. I know you always do the uh, politically correct piece, so I'll do it for you instead. Okay. Fair. But you know, especially as Caucasian men, I think it's important. To, Mike put his head in the pillow already. Um, I think it's important to just even know what Juneteenth is. So for everybody out there who may not know, um, Juneteenth is actually just a combination of two words, June and the 19th, right? Because of June 19th of 1865, we ended slavery. So it's not like it's a little thing. Like this is a pretty a pretty large, large day in uh, in. American history. Dave, our listeners are very smart. You don't have to tell them Juneteenth is a combination of two words. Did you know I mean, that? June 19th? Yes, of really? course. So That's you, what it is. You would have known that June 19th is actually the day of Juneteenth? 100%. 100%. Wow. So for me, I'm in I'm in this world now. We've hosted I, you know, I, multiple parades for I Juneteenth. I lied. I lied. I was going to say. There's a lot of teenths. Yeah, you could be 16th, 13th, 15th, right. 14th, 20th. Uh, you know? okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but, it, you know, because I personally, uh, even in high school, I didn't know what that was. Yeah. Even in sure. college, it was never sure. really discussed. Um, and this is not a, you know, uh, a plug to just acknowledge every everything that's going on um, in terms of racism. That's not at all what this is. But the <laughs> well, because people get it confused. You know, they they really do. They think that, you know, if a white guy talks about something with an African-American history, <laughs> Michael loves this. Then it's then it's an issue. But honestly, it's not an issue. It's okay. It's comfortable to talk about. So we're acknowledging Juneteenth today. So there you go, Michael. I know you're well done. It. Well done. <laughs> Ditto. Ditto. No. I'm. Not, what do you mean? Ditto. Um, so you still work out or what? Um, a little bit. If you can tell by the uh, <laughs> if you could tell by the uh, the chesticles here. Yeah. What do you think? I'm just trying to figure out how do you get that that shirt on. Which the, <laughs> you know, when I dress my daughter Juliana, she's a little thick. Yeah. And you know, the, well, women's clothing either can you can dress from under or over, right? Did you realize that? Well, I've seen you in women's clothing. Well, not times. for me, my daughter. Oh, oh gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so when I look at you, I'm like, maybe that's an under. You try <laughs> to slip it over his little waist <laughs> to get it over. You know. <laughs> um, I watched the new arnold documentary and i want to this is what i do want to say you have to i've been booted off netflix i've been using my mom's net proudly Mm -hmm. for the last i think matt piero possibly as well (laughs) has been using my mom's netflix for i mean since pre-college maybe like forever um we go to watch a nice family movie with my daughter daughters both of them were there dana family's there family night let's get some popcorn going booted Oof. it said you are not logged part in of this there was already anymore. yeah you're not part of this household 
part of me thinks my mom had something to do with it. She was wow. like, Mike, it's time to grow up. You're 33, about to be. <laughs> Step it up. But from now on, I will be boycotting Netflix, so I won't watch this documentary really? unless it hits Amazon Prime. Ooh. I'm an oh, Amazon Prime video guy now. I, I mean, this doc is is good. Like I, I we've seen Pumping Iron many times. Mike actually always reminded me of I was Frank of Lou Ferrigno. He's a little, <laughs> little special. Make a hotter dad. <laughs> Make a hotter dad. Make a hotter dad. And then the dad, Louis, you look great, Louis. You're gonna win. You're gonna win, Louis. <laughs> you know, you got to see a picture of Lou Ferrigno back in the day. It literally is Mike. My Miller. hair would grow that yes. way. I should. Do, I should do that for Halloween. Uh, yes, you just have to actually get. No, big no. and start working out. Wow. <laughs> wow. We can't just have a gym in the house. We actually have to use it. Action, Michael. That's what no snooze is all about. So anyway, the the doc itself transition. is incredible. And it's great because it's the side of Arnold that honestly I didn't know. I didn't really I knew Arnold was in movies. I didn't know how How did you know? Because you never watched it. I know, but I didn't know how big of a movie star my man was. No, dude, he did something. Dude, are you delusional? The, yes, he's one of the biggest Dave. movie stars ever. ever. He's, well, he now created, I he created the action hero. I get that now, but the very first thing was his his challenge and his adversity to even pick up a, a supporting role. Never mind become an actual you know star of a movie. And it wild. was because they, he walked into a uh, to a meeting with one of the biggest producers in Hollywood at the time. The meeting lasted one minute and forty seconds. Arnold starts it with like, why does the dude was really short? And he goes, why does such a short dude need such a big desk? And and the guy, the guy looked at him and was like, I can't use you. You have a terrible accent. And then Arnold said, I have an accent. Your accent is even worse. And I can't even understand you. And then his agent, when they walked out, it was like, oh, my God. First of all, that was the quickest meeting. It was one minute and 40 seconds. And you're not going to get cast for any Yeah, you insulted the guy. Yeah, literally. It's pretty awesome. It was was crazy. Uh, But, you know, they they talk about his um, his, just character um, and how he never took no for an answer. But then he, he has an addiction to success. So when people started telling him no, that he couldn't do this, he said, okay, well, I'm going to find a way to do that. So he took some, you know, acting classes, practiced, you know, every sort of role that he can, um, took him a long time, got connected obviously to the Kennedy family through Maria Shriver. Um, I didn't know any of that. Yeah. So what? Well, that was kind of right in the come up of, of the 70s. But fun fact, do you know how Arnold got rich in the 70s? I did not Real know this. Estate. Yes. I, did I tell you this on a podcast one I don't time? really listen. I know. When you I talk. know. Me either. You know? <laughs> That's why every episode's new for us. Yeah, yeah. We're like, wow, that was good. Where you been? Um, no, man. So I didn't realize he became a millionaire in the 70s prior to basically all of his biggest movies. I think he had one movie, and then it kind of died down. Then he what, invested. all the way? He, no. Then he invested. No twins. How many can you name? Honestly, me and you, me and you could be twins. You, Danny DeVito, and I could be Arnold. I'm taller than you. Yeah, true. Are you? (laughs) Uh, You thought about it, so it's close enough to think about. Same height. Same height. I I feel taller because I'm a little more narrow. Yeah, yeah. You got the shoulders. Yeah. Does anyone know what his first movie was? His first movie ever was Predator. No. No, I should know this now because I just watched it yesterday. No, that's what's his name. You watched it yesterday. That's a Dave. Yeah, I watched the doc yesterday. It's uh. Trying to think back, I like, remember. What does it start with? CB Terminator. Well, I, give me a letter. I had to, I had to like check it up to give see if I was right. I think he's making stuff up. This one, no, no, you're supposed I mean, to be other the than, person other than, who checks the facts, not makes them up. Well, no, Justin, no, 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 where no. are you? I know. Other than pumping iron, way quicker than you. Other than pumping iron, yes, there was, yes that that's a count. documentary. Yeah, right. I believe it was Conan. Ah, uh, Conan the Barbarian. Conan the, the Barbarian. I don't think I've ever seen. Well, so there might have been one before that, but yes, that was the first hundred million. Dollar film that they did Really? Yes And it was Beast Because then Oh no no So come full circle After that meeting The That guy was a producer I guess Who did like 500 something movies Then they That guy hires a director The director is like I need Arnold to be Conan mm. And then Ooh. They comes full circle Stay to hungry where, Stay hungry Yes I didn't yes. even know about that Yes uh, Full circle to where the guy You know the short guy That Arnold had the short meeting with um, comes back and he like puts his hand on his shoulder and he says, "You are Conan," and then like Arnold's like, "I know I'm Conan, like this is my job," and then walks away. So then he looks at the producer, the the director of the actual film yeah. of Conan, and he goes, "He loves you now. He's saying that you're actually the character." And Arnold's like, "I I know I didn't. <laughs> I am Conan. Yes, yeah, yeah. I am Conan. <laughs> yeah." So there's a lot of a lot of good humor in it too. But um, I mean, his success is unbelievable. And then he went the political route, and people. 
the same producers that told him, you know, you're never going to get a role. We're telling him, why would you do this? You're making 20, 30 million now a film. Uh, why would you get into politics? And everybody just kind of knew that he was going to win and become the governor of uh, California. The governor. The governor. Yeah. Great branding. And then he tells a great story of I'll be back, how he got into a fight with the producer in the movie. And he said, listen, I already have the accent. David, what movie is that from? I don't want to say that. The Terminator. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've never seen the Terminator. Me neither. No, stop it. <laughs> we you're should lying. watch no. it because it's going to happen. I know you're not lying. I, you're lying. No, I'm, I'm just never really? seen it. Really? Yeah. yeah. See? It's horrible. You, sure. Not a little before my, I'm more of a, a Sylvester Sloan guy. But so he tells, he tells the producer, like, listen, man, I already have this accent. I feel weird saying I'll be back. Like, I want to say I will be back. <laughs> and the guy goes, are you a writer? And Arnold said, no. Right? Ended act. up ended up becoming iconic the biggest like most repeated line how many times do you think you've said that in your American life films. i'll be back yeah a lot I've de i'm definitely up over I'll 25 25 at least that's it that's it no i literally you put more i'll be backs than 25 in your life probably what format it doesn't sound like a lot. <laughs> what format? i tell myself in the mirror after i flex <laughs> every, every day <laughs> every day this is daily thank <laughs> you for my family thank you for my friends i'll be back i'll be back that's <laughs> part of my gratitude to the chopper Mm -hmm. He's got a lot of iconic. It's unbelievable, but it, the biggest thing for me was the the real estate. I didn't realize how invested he was in real estate, and then he became so big. I didn't know that he was one of the first uh, cigar smokers. That literally, he would smoke a cigar everywhere. No wonder why people thought that you know you were twins. Yeah, well, yeah. it's on his movie no too, wonder. on the Terminator. Like, <laughs> yes, yes, but that so that that's how it all oh, started. He so he became like uh, they they Amanda? they accredit him to the cigar boom of the seventies and eighties. Oh yeah, and then take it even further, and he always thought, wow, America's just big. Everything is bigger in in um in America versus Austria. So everything he did was big. He loved tanks. He loved um, Hummers. He was involved and behind the scenes of the first commercial Hummer that was put on the streets in America. Right. Really? Yeah. Yeah, like well, that? I knew. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know any of this. Because he was. And that's what I'm big. saying. He needs a big, a big. What kind? Yeah. What, what ring gauge cigar did he smoke? Did he and go all honestly, the place? Honestly, he's smoking a lot of Cubans in the dock. Oh yeah. Which are like 52s. He even had like a 48, a little Lonsdale yeah, that you yeah, like. Um, but there back in the day he was smoking some 60s. 60s are too big. It's kind of like right, I think this. Like, I think this <laughs> summer I'm gonna go a little a little thicker. A little thicker. Yeah, because yeah. it lasts longer. Step your game up a little. You know what I mean? I, Sometimes I, 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 I smoke the uh, and now that I'm smoking at the right pace. You taught me how to smoke at the right pace. Yeah. I'm not rushing through them. Yep. You know, I, know I, I kind of want to enjoy them a little more. But what a beast, man! I mean, and then his thing was like, I'm smoking the stogie anywhere. Love. So that. he would just walk in places smoking a cigar. They're like, you can't smoke, and he's like, yes, I can. <laughs> I'm gonna start. This doing is that. literally. I'm like, gonna start doing that. Like, can, right? History repeats itself. CV <laughs> said that last episode. So I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna just start walking to work, and <laughs> with a stick. Maybe I'll come in a think pod. About, just, like, th there was a point in time where people just rolled in and were just smoking cigars, like on sitting planes, in bro. Planes is that's wild. crazy. <laughs> Imagine if the car would take off, light up, and yeah. we're just hot boxing us. Literally, it's and wild. but but it's crazy because like. I think about all the cigarettes fine. too. Tons of cigarettes. Yeah, the and world then people was fine, are chaining though, right? them, chaining them. <laughs> You're just down the line. Everyone has cigarettes. Yes. Wild times. Everyone probably stunk too. Think That's... about think about people who grew up in that, and now they see what's going on now. <laughs> like we're so soft. Yeah. Like you know, people that are like 95. They're like, I used to smoke cigarettes everywhere. Yes. You know. Yeah. So I heard somewhere, and I can't remember exactly. So I'm definitely gonna misquote it. But back in the, I guess, the 50s, when uh, cigarette smoking was getting big, they were actually promoting it as a, as it, it was a health thing. Yeah. Like, it what? lowered your blood pressure. I did. <laughs> well, that sounds so I know. Stupid. I mean, thinking about it now, like, what, 50 years, 60, yeah, 70 years that's later? Funny. Well, nicotine, everyone says, is like a, a, a super drug. I'm People sorry. pouch it. It's not good for you. No, they say it's a super drug, a, a microdose of nicotine. You haven't heard yeah. any of that? Yeah. No, I mean... I mean, even cigars, like I'm sure they're not good for you, right? But there's the nicotine gets on the saliva. What, what saliva you're swallowing? That's why you get the low. What is it, What is the argument of cigars over cigarettes? No What's, lung. No what? There's no lung use. Got, got it. So like, what, which is major? You're inhaling just a lot of teeth that you lose. <laughs> so, it's, so it's more mouth concern. E, I mean, I guess, but you know, I, I told you about the death study that was done. Literally, death in cigars. Disclosure: We're not nearly doctors. nearly nil. That's crazy. Right. I'm sure you can get obviously some sort of mouth situation, stuff, yeah. but 
you know, as long as you're doing your, your screenings and stuff like that. You know that, what I, I thought know. about the other day? I was going to have a cigar while I was like sitting outside with the kid. That was actually last night now that I'm thinking of. And I was like, I don't know if I want to smoke around the kids a lot yet. Oh, Callie, she she knows not to touch my humidor. So here's the, here's my here's my back and forth, right? Is like I think to myself, like, yeah, I don't know if I want to do that because then, like, what if Livy wants to smoke cigarettes? But when then she's, she's going to see Uncle Dave just smoking stogies anyway. Well, that's okay because I'm like, Uncle Dave's not the same crazy. species. So <laughs> he can maybe, do what he wants. Maybe you let her try it, see how nasty it oh, is. Oh, hell and no. Well, she's three. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, but I'm saying in the future. So then, but then I thought, like, fond memories, the, you know, the smell mm-hmm. is like one of the biggest indicators. Yes. So I was like, maybe it'll create this thing where she, like, when she sees cigars when I'm gone, mm-hmm. this is very morbid. She'll think of me and be like, oh, I remember that smell that my dad used to smoke cigars. Yep. Yeah. You know? Because yeah, I remember my grandfather used to smoke cigars, and I Delicious, used to love right? the smell. Yes. I and I, every time I smell a cigar, it like, brings me back a mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah, I have a little ashtray of his. That was my uncle for me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, Callie, Callie's very aware not to touch my humidor because I caught her in it one time. Did you? Yeah, yeah. She was like putting her dolls in it. And I, had to, <laughs> I had to kindly turn up on her. That's hilarious. There's yeah. this doll sitting in the... Yeah. Kindly turn up on her. Uh, Callie, uh, where are my Cubans? No, no. I had to make room for the babies. Yes. Would you lose your mind? No, it's no joke. Yeah, she one day she had them all, all my cigars lined up on the table, uh, and a baby was in my humidor. On the cigar talk, you're right. The Bovita pack, just in a bag, it's the smartest oh, way to do it. I have it in a crappy humidor, mm-hmm. but the not having to worry about it, yes, worth the twinkle. And then See, I, it's nice. I figured out <clears throat> when you fold the bag, you don't want to fold the bag with the pack and the cigars touching. Yes. You want to Correct. keep it separate. I had Correct. to learn that because one of my cigars got real moist. Yeah. The good thing about, I mean, the good thing about the humidors is you can actually keep the proper spacing too versus mm. the bag. Yeah. Cause um, they like. So when you actually stack them in your humidor, they should be next to each other, but then you should not put one like directly on top. You should put it into the middle. You see where the mm-hmm. crevice is yep. right here? Yeah. You should put it right in there. Yeah. Uh, just so there's airflow. Cause you want to keep the. But you know how people like waxing their cars, right? Like I'm not into people that stuff. re. re- I actually enjoy taking out the first shelf, putting yeah. it on the third shelf, switching rotating them, them. rotating them, uh, keeping the temperature. Well, how often are you supposed to rotate them? Um, I do it every like two months, probably. Okay, so yeah. not too often, no. but a little bit of a ritual. And I'm in there, you know, I'm in there a couple times a week picking my stick for the. How many picking sticks? My stick there's no rotating. Humidor. All he does is um, replenish. What is it? All right, let no me more than like seventy five. And this is probably for the the novice that's out there. I, I I would say I'm probably novice, but I'm towards the no, end of being a little more experienced. Yeah, you're like not novice. I, I'm novice enough where I can get away with like hanging with some experts. Yes, and saying, "Listen, I'm a novice, but not insulting." Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Like I can get by because of you. Um, for the uh, expert, if someone wants to impress you, like if we're having a business meeting, what are a couple like small tips? You know, like things to do that level up your game. The cut is the big one. Okay. I posted that the other I day. Like and I, I my, like it. And the response to that was crazy. It was yours was thin. That was a thin. People don't people don't understand what the cut is actually meant to do. Yeah. The cut is really just to provide airflow to the cigar, right? Yeah. It's a hand rolled cigar. So typically if you're buying hand rolled sticks, they're made well. So they're only meant to be capped off, is how you should think about it. Cap off your stick versus like chop cut it. it. A lot of people like cut. I mean, you see them cut like half an inch off the cigar. I've cut a couple in half to share with my brother before, <laughs> which crazy. I know is I know that's nuts. novice. But when dude, that's des- desperate it. times, that's not and it. And guess I gave him the other. I gave no. him the half that was past. The- that's not it, Michael. Um, because each each it third unravels. of the cigar, yeah, yeah, you know, and it's got a little different flavor. He got the tough third. Wow, and you guys, oh boy, that's pretty good. Uh, so yeah, I think the cut is the the cut is good, but sometimes you do have to. Get a little bit lower because if you check the airflow and it's not great, then you want to cut it down a little bit. Okay. But always start, you know, with a, a nice cut. I think the light is huge too. So do you think if I had like a nice lighter and cutter? Yeah. You it goes a long way. Yes. But also some like experts, like there's times that I so I always have them in my cars. Yeah. I always have a cutter and a lighter in my car. Yeah. Right. Whether it's my my work vehicle, my regular car, because you know, I never know where I'm gonna be, right? Um, I don't always carry the creme de la creme. But experts know how to use anything. Yeah, got it. You know what I mean. But you should have a you should have a nice a nice little cutter and a and a lighter on you. It's like a nice lighter. I I like it. refillable. I like that. And make sure your lighter's filled. Because the worst simple thing is stuff. Like, simple stuff. Yeah. But then the light itself is pretty big. Okay. Right. Like torching the cigar is not it. Versus, hard, that's I have a hard part. I have a hard. Well, part all you want to do 
is for like 10 seconds. You want to hold the stick a couple inches away if you're on YouTube here. Toast it. Hit that flame. Get it just nice and toasty because what you're do what you're doing is you're you're hitting that bottom tobacco that's going to slowly bring the heat through the middle and the head of the cigar. Right. So then from there, when it's now nice and warm and if it's been stored properly, now you get that nice little first pole, right? The first pole's nice. Right. So then you put it in your mouth. It's probably not fully lit yet. Then you can take the actual torch and light it. So at that point, when you have it and you're actually lighting it, it's in your mouth. Mm -hmm. I have a hard time not pulling and lighting it on fire. That's okay. Once it goes on fire, it means it's lit. So that's not Fully bad. Lit. No, it's not terrible. As long as you don't keep say it you're going. supposed to like just keep as doing long as that. You, well, the perfect light is, is to you do just that. keep yeah. doing matches. But, but, it takes like three matches. Yeah, no, it's a lot. I don't have time for that. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a when lot. I'm doing the it, houses, I'm like, are the kids houses asleep? to sell, sausages yeah. to sell. It's not time yeah. to. Be, I'm not no. typically in perfect no, environments no, no, no. for that. But you're good though. You're good. I've seen. I've seen good. I definitely on Saturday. How good? I enjoy the ritual now, even more so. We're gonna talk about later. Now having so much going on. Yeah. Maybe you told me someone was saying like was good. the commitment so you like that I threw that at yeah you. yeah literally threw the it. commitment to time that a cigar um symbolizes like when you share a cigar with someone yes you're committing an hour of your time at least <laughs> at least and with you know um so it like really is a bonding symbolic ritual yes. a sharing of important you know. Which I I like that I like going through life with people yes and ex- and having these experience whether it's a crappy scar or a good scar preferably mm. good but I'm it's it ke- keeps growing on me mm-hmm. can't get away get away from it join me you know where to find I know, me you're really dragging me into the uh... <laughs> you know you know where to find me <laughs> I've been good though about not buying too much that's not necessary yeah you, yeah. you don't really need to have no. too many cigars in the, no in the house but I do see it as store. like all right once I get to a certain level i would like to have some type of knowledge and keep learning so that if i do go to events or if i do have a good client that likes that type of thing i'd yep. like to be able to bond over that mm-hmm. you know yes it's like it's like having a good bottle of wine in the house at all times that's another angle that i need to learn you know? of like actually no not that i think there's a magic to be able to smoke something that's not incredible and enjoy it mm-hmm. but then know what incredible is does that make sense? That that duality of like, all right, I can still appreciate a crappy bacon, egg, and cheese, but I know what a real good is bacon is. Is there a such is. thing as crappy bacon, egg, and yes, cheese? Yes, I've really? had them. I've had them. The I know. bread. <laughs> it's the bread. It's the bread. Really? You get real dry bread on a bacon, uh, egg, and cheese, and it's all bread. But doesn't the ketchup moisten it up? I'm not a salt, pepper, ketchup What? Because that's a West Chest thing, and is I'm that? not getting Yeah, 100%. SBK? It's a New York thing. 100%. What about a little hot sauce, no? Yeah, I'll do a little hot sauce. No? Not in the no. morning. Oof, I don't care. Um, nah, I do like a little hot sauce. But I, I do the SPK all the day. Tana does not. You don't do that? No. You Greenwich boy. Yeah. Very. Is that Vineyard Vines on your shirt? That's right. Welcome back. So wait, so you have no seasoning? It's just an egg? If it's done right, that yolk that yolk provides a little bit of the saltiness. Salt, pepper, maybe. But salt, pepper, ketchup is just too much. The ketchup is too much. Really? Yeah. Greenwich plain. I'll dip it in a little honey mustard, though. Ooh, what? catch me with a little honey that mustard. Sounds good, but not in the morning. Catch me a little honey, honey mustard. Wow. But a perfect bacon and cheese, I think, needs nothing. You on it's perfectly like it's in that tinfoil for a while. So it kind of steams too. Mm. So it's got a little bit of crunch, but it's a little soft. Wow. And it's thin. You know, when they squeeze them down, it's like a mm-hmm. quick. I think we come from different worlds. Yeah, we yeah, do, man. Yeah, we do. Um, you don't want to over egg it. Matt Piro over eggs his. He he tells me you need four eggs. This oh. and that. I'm like four eggs. I, what, you want an egg with side of toast? Like, yeah, what no. are we doing? See, I'll eat Put the them four in the eggs out of the bag, <laughs> and then I'll have my bacon, egg, and cheese with one or maybe maybe double egg. Okay. But double double egg, double bacon, double, double cheese egg. is pretty good. But that's ratio, right? You're you're keeping the yeah. ratio. I'm not. There's nothing wrong with that. But then you need a <laughs> four eggs. Four you bacon, need a roll to support that. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's true. Do you know I've actually stopped kind of eating uh, bacon, egg, and cheeses? They're hard to come by these days. No, they're not. They're everywhere. For me, they are. <laughs> what? What? So what, what kind of morning? Do you am I gonna start my day off uh, eating the bacon and cheese, and then I'm I'm what? You I know. thought you were saying your access to it is limited. I'm no, like, no, wow, I got you really must be selling time. I have to speed buy delis because I'm too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I thought like the delis that you're you driving by are selling Can't like sirloin delis and get a... sirloin tips for breakfast. <laughs> I actually did an episode. No, there was some lackluster ones. Lackluster. Some good ones though. I do the turkey um egg and cheese now no that's silly yeah. well I the bacon, the bacon t- messes with my you throw sauce steak that's why as soon, it, yeah steak, but as cheese, soon as you do the sausage. bread for me as soon as i do the bread thing i'm like i might as well get the bacon get because the bread is the worst part of that the bacon's not bad for you right well it messes with me that's why 
Sometimes I don't do it. It's just probably the bread, bro. No, I don't. It's bacon. Probably the bread, bro. I can probably eat sandwiches bread, all day bro. long. He's like, are you having a bread scar with your bacon and cheese? <laughs> Yo, so do you is know I am looking forward to retirement? <laughs> because <laughs> are we all? Say, no, no, ninety-nine percent of people. But strictly because bacon and cheeses. No, the cigar in the morning, like on vacation, I smoke a cigar in the morning. Like my perfect day, Is even on nice? vacation, Wait, you can't have. I want to wake up in the morning, but you can have a cigar. In yes, the morning. I want to wake up, work out. Literally, then this is going to be my retirement. Like, I'll document my retirement for you guys, all right? Just oh, give me a couple years. Go, God. Arnold. Go, Arnold. <laughs> Just give me a couple years. <laughs> but God. I'm telling you, I want to wake up, do my routine, work out, and then when I come back home, before I get into, like, any business endeavor that I'm going to do. You're retired. And, no, no. But even in retirement, I plan to, you know, nah. manage my investments. You know, nah, do you'd be broke. Do, no, no, no. Do this type of stuff. But I would love to smoke a stick in the morning with my coffee. But coffee I just can't and do that. Wait, coffee's nice. What's early in the morning? Are we talking about 5 a.m.? No, but by like 9 a.m., I'm ready to rock. Oof, because, yeah. you know, in Puerto Rico, right, the routine is I go to the gym. Yeah, talk I come to back. I walk on the beach for a couple minutes. I sit down. I pour my coffee or I get it from the local, the local spot, and I light up a stick. And it's 9 o'clock. The sun's not too hot yet. Oh, perfect. Mm. Can I get paid to do this? Do you taste it all day? No. They pay somebody. I light this. another one at, at 1 o'clock. Oh, so you taste it. <laughs> another one at 6 o'clock. <laughs> Three a day on vacation. The most ever I smoked was with you at uh, North Carolina. Pro. Remember CB? Oh yeah, that was CB a lot was of feeling them. good. He no, was like, I can see how you do this. Then the next day he was like, That's not it. Your birthday one year, I that think I had three or four, and I was oh, like, easy. I think I'm gonna die because yes. I was like buzzing. Yes, yeah, yeah, at the lounge. Yeah, man. And I was um, inhaling all the secondhand from everyone in the lounge because yes. we were like, there was a group of how many, and they were all hitting me with the smoke and yeah. How much of a novice move is it to smoke everything but the last third? Is that novice or is that just like your, it, your well, big so time? The th That's the not big time. <laughs> no, the final third is your most potent, uh, dominant, robust. And, yeah, but but dominant is really what I was looking for. The tobacco by that time is has has a nice char to it, but it's Smoky. also a different level, a different flavor. So that final third is typically your strongest third. Like some padrones for me, when I get to that final third, I'm like, oh, I'm here, baby. But then by the end, I'm this like, is it. this is the powerhouse. I don't know if I could smoke that whole thing. Oh, really? Like, if the whole stick was that strong, I don't know if I could smoke it and enjoy it. Mm. Right? Like, that's where, because a lot of people, they, I think the big mistake is you take a cigar that's typically too strong for you at the beginning. Right? That's why they have different levels. bodies. Yeah. yeah different uh, different levels. You, yeah. know, you know, um, what's, the, what's the very first one? I don't even know. Never been there. But like you know, you have your medium <laughs> sticks, but I don't know what's below medium. Uh, so right. that day, what what did I get? Probably medium to full body. Oh, oh you, really? You were. That's all I have, oh. right? Like I don't really. And I, I, I got, do and have, I got I mean, a great view of a gentleman enjoying a nice no, cigar I, on the beach. I loved you it. were so yeah, happy. Yeah, yeah. I then, loved it. But then but the, the next, next day, day so that's up. where it's different, right? So the next day, he smoked it too fast. You smoked it. I don't too, think so. I, I took my time. Too fast, but also people who don't smoke that lingers in your mouth. For me, my taste buds are probably like charred already, so. I can smoke a cigar. When I leave the cigar shop, I'll throw gum or mouthwash in. In an hour, I don't even taste it anymore. See, I think for me, the um, I'm still working on burning all my taste buds. Yeah. I'm getting there. But I, because I drink whiskey a lot, yes. it's getting there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But I still taste a little bit. Yep. Like if I cough, or, I get a little. But some people but I do tell me that the next stuff. day they're coughing and they taste it for two days. I'm like, I don't think you're smoking well, the cigar properly. Yeah, that's 100%. Well, no, I, I mean. I used to do that. But it what are you doing? Are you inhaling the, the whole day. thing? You're like, so when you, so when you taught me how to smoke the correct way and you told me like slowly pull it, mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people, and I did in the beginning, pull it too quick and it just naturally you get a little inhalation because you're pulling so hard. Oh god. Yeah, no. A cigar like, is you're not to be as light, controlled. Man. You're go very light. Instead of going, you're more like <laughs> so it goes like right holding, to the throat. You know what I mean? Like you're forced to see like no it's a dam. Your, your nostrils, your senses are supposed to be open. I don't breathe well. While so you, it's I like, know me neither. Me neither. <laughs> we know. Me neither. As we you know. can see my crooked nose. Um but yeah man, I, I don't know. I love this game. So I really do. the final third is okay to yeah. leave it behind? Uh, it's no. I wouldn't. You know, so I have to go to a concert nervous. tonight. The reason for my and then this kind of all loops in is I was in my head. I'm like, can you smoke in Madison Square Garden during a concert? Weed probably these days. No, but not and yes, right. Yeah. Like if you. But take if I lit no. up, so like, technically if, it's if, it's a no. Yeah. If I lit up a, yes. a torpedo, but weed, not cigars. No, no, no. Nothing is allowed. 
weed. But like or if you're anything. sneaking like a pen or something. No, or no, that's no. What I'm, I'm saying, talking though. about lighting up a wedge. My man's gonna light up a whole like. I'm talking about like a, a, like a gorilla finger. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think so. No, the answer is no. I don't think so. Okay, but everyone sneaks it. What kind of concert? Because I'm not, not a concert guy. guy. What kind of concert? We're going to go. We're going to Dermot Kennedy. Uh, Irish. Ooh. Guess who? Guess who looped us into this? I'll give you one guess. Chris. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Chris Alvo. So. He listens to this Irish singer that he started to um, tell everyone about. Yeah, but it's like love ballads, the whole thing. What's his name? Derm? <laughs> Dermot Kennedy. Dermot? I've, he's pretty popular, I think. But long story short, though, I'm not a concert person, A. And then B, I'm definitely not like a get up and dance, especially to like love ballads. If it, this is your first concert? No, I've been, oh. I went to Kanye West. Um, the Glow in the Dark tour. You remember that tour? That's a, it was that's awesome. a different experience. That was a great tour. <laughs> yeah, this is what I'm gonna be listening to tonight. This is gonna get copywritten. Oh, people by are gonna way. be lighting up. This is gonna get copywritten. P.S. Oh, this is this oh, is, on YouTube. If, if you sang, this is what I, I think. No, it won't take us down. It won't show anything. If you sang, this is what you sound like. In your hair. <laughs> Listen, not for nothing. He's really not good. for nothing. I I did a little Luke Combs. Dude, Luke Combs, Blue Collar Boys. That's the song. Dude. I, Dude, I don't know. I could sing. <laughs> Is this I a country pod? I, I didn't sing. know. I didn't you know. Did you I didn't karaoke? No, I did a little Instagram clip of me singing in the oh, car. I didn't see that? Yeah, when fast was that? car. Lately, fast car. Like a week ago. Fast car is a good song. Fast wait, but wait, wait, wait. wait. I, I we got have it. a we have a perfect setup here. No, right? no, no, no. I got to be in the zone. I got to hear the background music. I Put can't your background music on. No, 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 no. We already copied guy. I like country music. Country music puts me in a vibe. He's he's pretty big, man. Yeah, yeah. It's great songs, a lot of good songs. When I work, sometimes I'll throw it in the background. Yes. Just keep the mind yep. moving. Callie's starting to know the words too. It's a good time. Yeah. Good time. I'm, you're a concert guy? You're definitely um, a concert guy. I've gone to a couple. Me too. I got to Drake. We've been to a couple. <laughs> the, the Jones Beach concert is elite. Yeah, but that's that so, story. But no, no, no. But that <laughs> that that type of concert, right? Like I have to be very that very like Drake, Lil Wayne. I gotta love. have a couple bevies yeah. if I'm gonna be <laughs> at a concert like that. And like to, I gotta work tomorrow, so it's like oh, I can't yeah. have too many bevies. I'm gonna have to start early with a little vodka sodes, right? A little vodka sodes start the day off, yeah, you know. And then I'll probably wane off of it while I'm crying at the end of the concert because <laughs> the guy's making me cry. Start thinking about future, you know? Yeah, man. I like future. No, like the, actually, the future. Oh, not future your concerts boy. are not pretty your good. Boy. <laughs> oh man! All right, enough of this. CB, let them know where we get this protein at. We wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at Orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners 30% off by entering the code NOSNOOZE30. Again, that's NOSNOOZE30 for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back to the epi. All right, so today we are, well, I guess now, Mike and I specifically are in the thick of our daughters being three years old. You guys who have been listening to either one or 153 episodes, I got you later, CV, don't worry, um, have been with us for this entire journey. So now Callie Michelle will be three, will be actually having her party on Saturday. So, you know, there's been a lot of planning going on and it's just amazing to realize like, wow, you know, we went through every stage thus far and now we have three-year-olds, right? And now you're going through it again. With with G, but there's no end, David. No, there's no end. There's no end. Uh, but she's I, turning one. I August. feel like I'm learning from my three year old, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like there's there's certain lessons in life that Callie has specifically brought back into the mix that I'm like, wow, like I'm I think I've lost this for a while. So I just want to, you know, touch on and I'll give you the the very first one, which I, I told you about um yesterday, but Callie has this thing. The second she like wakes up, she goes to the window and she kind of like sees the weather. <laughs> right? Cuz it's her way of like, can we go outside today? Mm. Cuz she loves being outside. I mean, she's got a dad that lives on a lake. You right? are the so, lake. <laughs> I am I'm literally the lake. And <laughs> there's been local reports <laughs> of a sea monster. Yeah, so she'll wake up and she'll say like 
Dally, can we go outside? Dally, can we go on the swing set? Or if it's raining, she'll be like, rain, rain, go away, come again. So the lesson, though, is like if it's not raining, get outside. And that is something, even in the office. I would argue what? if it's raining, maybe you should, maybe be outside should, dancing should get outside rain. dancing. Yeah. There you go. But even in the office for the regular you know, listener, like there's too many days that go by where we're stuck in that office. And really all it takes to just refresh your, your mind, refresh yourself, is a little walk outside and the justification that you have to give to yourself to say, listen, I'm going to just get outside for a couple minutes, get some vitamin dingle. That's the sun, vitamin D. <laughs> Hit you, <laughs> hit you with a little Dave lingo there, um, <laughs> but um, you know it's it's something that like you don't really think about. And then as I was thinking about this, I'm like, that's probably the number one thing that Callie has brought back. Like, all right, if it's even if it looks like it's gonna rain, but it's not raining, we're going outside. Yeah, right. That's a good one. I last night, perfect example. It was uh whatever seven seven fifteen. I think Livy may have taken a bath, right? No, she didn't take a bath yet. So it was maybe 6.30, and uh, Livy's just like, I want to go outside. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And then she's like, da da And then Dana comes out and sets up the sprinkler. And then Livy's like, let's run through the sprinkler. And I'm still in my work clothes. I'm like, you know, F it. Let's go. Let's go through a sprinkler. And we run back and forth through a sprinkler. That's good. You know? And I'm like, yeah, well, my shoes are ruined. But <laughs> this is a memory Livy will have. She'll remember, like, when we want to go outside. And yep. It's it's nice. It's nice to uh, see everything through an innocent, innocent kid's eyes. Yes. And they haven't been uh, corrupted or like, uh, it's late, like the work day's over, I want to relax. Right. They just see it as, oh, it's another opportunity to have fun. Yes. You yeah. know? Um, to that same point, uh, you know, another lesson that I, that I jotted down was it's okay to get dirty sometimes. So Callie, we, we're always down at the lake, and sometimes she doesn't have her bathing suit on. Mm. So I'm like, don't get in the water because you have – shorts on and the shorts are going to get wet and she'll look at me and she'll say it's okay they're going to dry which which is very super true but in my head i'm like but you know if i brought the car which i'm pretty lazy sometimes and i will drive 10 houses down because i have a beach chair i got like two different things it's either that or my wagon you're bringing items and i'm i'm also have all these extra muscles i know i know but they're show muscles they're show muscles (laughs) facade so you heard it here first except for look at look at these calluses this is not for you sure. got gorilla hands. Those are the biggest, <laughs> scary hands. Uh, but, you know, her her carefree mentality, like you're saying about Livy, is just so true because the reality is like, you know, so what if she gets wet and sandy? I can just put her in the car with a towel wrapped around her, take it off and then throw it in the washing machine. Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. But we get so stuck on like, you know, you're not in your proper attire or I have my my jeans on i can't go yeah. step onto the you know whereas i i just make sure i'm in a bathing suit all the time because i don't know what's what's coming my way there's a bathing suit under yeah, that i literally have a bathing suit on right now remember people used to do that for basketball they would yes. have basketball shorts yes. on yes it's under the move. jeans and yeah. stuff yeah yeah but no it's a very very good point you just rock swimsuits yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was everywhere right yeah kids just have a like a lust for just doing fun stuff mm-hmm. and you forget to have the little little the little vacation throughout the day Right? Yes. Like, it's not long. It's maybe 10 minutes. And, yeah, it's inconvenient. Oh, we got to set up the sprinkler. You know, we're going to get wet. There's mm. that hole. But it's like for that 10 minutes, it's like perfect. And it's elite for them, too. Yeah. Do you, do you uh, hit Livy with the two minutes? Uh, yeah, Everything they, don't, they don't understand the concept, yeah. though. She's but like, sometimes one minute, two minutes soon. Is 50 we'll minutes. do it soon, she yeah. says. <laughs> I'm like, you don't even know what soon means. Soon. <laughs> but she doesn't. Does Callie, I mean... Do you have to wrestle with Callie to go to bed? Wrestle her? Not like physically. But I, yeah, I actually put her in a chokehold and I just put her to sleep. You just put her to sleep, yeah, girl? Yeah, yeah. Um, no. So she's at the point now, which is great, where she says, you know, she lets us know when she's tired. She lets yeah. us know when she wants to go to sleep. She lets us know when she wants to nap. Um, but the other day, Mark, um, Naima, and Haley were over. And Haley is like, she's a little bit more... I don't know if grown is the right word, but she's a little bit more mature in that aspect where Callie wanted to go to bed. She's like, it's early. I'm not going to bed. Yeah, and she's yeah. like only three months older. Yeah. Whereas Callie still needs her nap during yeah. the day to feel good at night, you know? Um, but that was a, that that's a lesson that I have here too. And again, as a parent, it's, it's tough, but you know, she, Callie said to me the other day, why, why, why go to sleep when I could play? Like, I don't want to go to sleep. I don't want to go to sleep. I want to play. Yeah. And that's a, a lesson, too. Like, there's so many times where 
you know, you're tired as an adult, you're tired as a parent, you're tired at work, but maybe you have that opportunity, and you spoke about this before, maybe you have the opportunity to attend a barbecue for a little bit. Mm. Maybe you have the opportunity to, you know, go to the mall with a friend, go get lunch. But we come up with all these justifications as to why we shouldn't do it, mm. because we need to rest. And then we're really not even, not even sleeping, you're probably watching, you know, Junk. yeah, trash TV, or you're on your phone, and it's still mentally exhausting, right? Yeah. The, um... Oh, yeah. So the qu reason I asked is because, like, last night, um, I, I cannot get this kid to go to sleep, especially with me. I think she knows that, like, I don't want her to go to sleep either. So I'm like, <laughs> it's always half-hearted. And then she, I always sneak, not always, but lately she's been saying, do you want to go to your office and finish work? Like, I can, you know, I want mommy anyway. Like, that's everything. <laughs> so that made me feel You're bad. Like, so I'm like, kid. oh, I got to get some points back. So yeah. I'm like, you know what? She's like, Daddy, can I lay in your bed with you and watch a movie? And Dana definitely was like, no. And I'm like, yeah, let's go do it. So we went up and watched Finding Dory. In my head, I'm like, it's an hour and that. 45 minutes. Great, great fish? movie. Fish? Great movie. Sad. Fish, though. Good movie. Yeah. Fish dies? No. Fish, fish lives. Fish gets injured? Fish lives and fish finds parents. But parents lost her because she got short-term memory loss. Oh. It's intense. Is that Dory the Explorer? Eh, close. Um, she explores, same... but she's a fish, remember. Isn't that a thing, though? Yeah. No. That is. Dora the Explorer, not Dora. Dory the Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> I hope you're joking. <laughs> I was joking. Um, I was joking. So, but long story short, hour and a half, right? I'm like, oh, she'll definitely fall. Didn't fall asleep. 9.30 comes up. Still doesn't want to go to sleep. I try to bring her downstairs to the bed because I'm like, I really beat her up, like beat her down. She's got to be tired. <laughs> Wouldn't go to sleep for me. Dana had to do it. And did she end up going to sleep? Yes. But in my head, I'm like, oh, it was a nice night. I spent it, you know, an extra hour and a half with her. Yes, maybe it's not ideal. Maybe mm. it's not going by the parenting book. Right. I know kids need sleep. <laughs> but I was like, I want to enjoy a nice movie and sit and watch it. And I was very present. Yes. Which I'm not. During the day, even up until like 8.30, I'm still navigating things and my Work brain's mode. going. Yep. But once you get into that 8 o'clock and on, 8.30 and on, I can really like decompress because people don't expect me to answer. Right. And I want, and usually they're asleep. So there's... I'll just go back to the office, mm -hmm. which is our guest bedroom. But uh, that was a nice, a nice thing. And I think about that constantly of like the stories that a lot of people tell is when like their parents take them from school and they go see like a sports game or when when you're not doing what's supposed to be done, mm -hmm. but you're trying to create like memories for the kids. Yes. You know, mm. I want to be better about that because mm -hmm. sometimes I get stuck in the day to day of like I'm stressed, bills, eh, life. Which is all real stuff, though, right? It's true. And it's that, real. But know, it's avoid hard. it. You know, what's an hour and a half difference? Miss your bills. It's fine. If no. you got problems, they're going to be there in an hour and a exactly. half. You're not going to solve them in an hour and a half. Exactly. But it's hard to, it's hard to separate. So hard. You know? Um, so I caught Callie in my, uh, in my Oreo draw the other day. <laughs> and she looks at me, and I said, you know, it's before dinner, no cookies. And she said, it's just one cookie. I'm going to eat my steak after. So I was like... Okay, fine. Because in my head, I'm like, no, you can't eat that. These kids are smarter than us. But I'm like, okay, you can have one. And I'm like, you know what? Give me one. Yeah. So <laughs> literally, she brings me one. Cheers on the Oreo. We eat. And then we sit down and we had our steak and salad. And I was like, why do I wait till after dinner to have these cookies? Like sometimes, yeah. sometimes it's, and I'm being a hypothetical, I mean, not hypothetical, but um, giving a, uh, give me yeah, a word. Like, um, devil's advocate. Yeah, playing devil's advocate. Like once in a while, it's okay to have that cookie before yeah. before dinner. Like there's no rules, right? Like if you can manage it, don't eat all the cookies before dinner. But if you can manage it, sometimes you don't have to be a robot, Dave. I'm talking to myself Dave, here. Dave, you're you know? preaching to the choir here this morning. Livy goes, I want sprinkles. And I was like, sprinkles? And Dana's like, you can't just have sprinkles. I'm like, sprinkle muffins? Because she loves muffins. Yep. No, sprinkles. And I'm like, sprinkles? And I'm like, show me what you want. She points. It's Pringles. Oh. Right? And she's like, can I have them for the ride? Because every once in a while, I'll be like, if you get in the car, yeah. I'll give you a little treat, which I'm bribing her way too much. No, it's food. good, though. It's good. It's good. That's, that's what people yeah, are get telling Get them me. to do anything. It's yeah. awesome. It's true. Because yeah, when they won't get in the car, it, that's hell. Yeah, and you're in a rush. Yeah, 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 yeah. time. I'll give you all the sprinkles, sprinkles, whatever, sprinkles, sprinkles whatever you want, baby. So she grabs it. There's like crumbs and a couple left. And I'm like, you have to wait till Papa gets here because they take her today. And you could have them on the way. Papa gets her a roll as well. So this girl's eating good. She's flying first class in the <laughs> yeah. back of that. She got freaking Pringles. So I'm like watching Juliana. Dana's getting ready because we like switch. So I'm watching Juliana, maybe feeding her. I'm like, where'd Livy go? 
and I just hear crunching <laughs> behind the behind the couch. I'm like, Livy, like, I go, Liv, are you eating the Pringles? And she like, you just hear like scurry, and she doesn't respond. I'm like, Liv, I hear you. No, Daddy, no. Look, I cl- they're closed. And she comes back <laughs> and they're closed. Pringles aren't fixed. <laughs> That's awesome. And I'm like, Liv, you didn't listen to Daddy. And she was like, I know, I wanted them. And I'm like, I know, but you got to wait. You got to listen to Daddy, else you're not getting any more snacks. Sure enough, 10 minutes later, more crunching. <laughs> so, you know, there's times where I'm like, I'm not doing a good job parenting, but I'm very entertained. And I think we're getting the big things right. So to like discipline her and scream at her to start the day, right? I'm like, yes, there needs to be discipline, but it's pick your fights. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And I, I've probably hurt us more than I've helped us in that front with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I used to, I used to, um, it was a waste of time. You know, you're, you're fighting over things that one don't really matter. And two, like they're going to learn their habits through seeing what we do the majority of the time anyway. So if we allow that one sprinkle sprinkle before, before breakfast, what's the big deal? Callie does something weird though. You said muffins and she loves muffins too. She's been obsessed with ranch dressing, dude. Yeah. And she literally, she's been asking, like, can I have my muffins and ranch? And I'm like, Callie, that's disgusting. So she likes um, pretzels pretzels and ranch. That's good. But there was a muffin next. Like, so she had a little snack, and it was a muffin Uh, and the the, uh, uh, pretzels and then the ranch for the pretzels. She ended up taking the freaking muffin, and she loved the taste of the muffins and the ranch. I'm like, all right, this is a little weird. We yeah, can't, we weird. can't really be doing this one every day, but yeah. But uh, for the kids, it's more of like <laughs> no, a, no, no. We're not no, doing that every but day. But I'm saying no. it's more of a vehicle just to get the sauce. Yes. Like the kids don't care; they just want to dip. Stuff. Right. Right. Like Libby eats literally ketchup and honey mustard. Like <laughs> just that. Like we'll have a full meal. It's like beautiful meal, and she'll just eat the ketchup and honey mustard. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> that's that's actually what I ordered for her uh, birthday for Saturday. So Libby, ketchup and honey mustard. Yeah. Lake life. Are you grilling at the lake? No, catered Catania's all day. Ooh, I do like Catania's. Yeah. Talk to me. What are they? What are they? Uh, so what are we Not doing? Not to get sidetracked here, but I got a uh, got a three foot Italian wedge coming. Got a three foot chicken cutlet, roasted peppers, fresh mutts. Um, so a couple platters of the empanadas. Oh, empanadas. Empanadas. Um, See, I, I love, got I love pasta. coming to your stuff because it, it's, you know, you'll get the burgers, hot dogs, potato salad. You know, a lot of my. my yeah, yeah, the vanilla stuff. The vanilla stuff. Vanilla is a good word. <laughs> vanilla stuff. That's a good word. The vanilla stuff. So when I come there, I'm like, Dave's got, Dave's going to throw some curveballs at me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a, a full tray of the chicken tenders for the kids. And then I've been going to a bunch of parties where they do the French fries, mm-hmm. right? And French fries being outside, they get a little sog on the way over. Yeah. So Donnie at Catania's, shout out Donnie. D. He tells me this. And I said, wow, you're right. I actually just went to a party. And, you know, I was thinking to myself, well, Callie's going to like this, but I don't like this French fry. He goes, you got to do tater tots. I was going to say that because they, they keep their structure. Right. Tater tots so, are good. So we're doing the tater tots with the chicken tenders. Also, um, a couple trays of... Penne, Jesus Christ, olive oil, How many are you garlic, a um, couple thousand. It's <laughs> your lake, so you um, do what you want. So you know, it's yeah. We rent, you know, got the got the lake. Do for you the have day. to rent that lake, or you just no, show? no, no? But they give you the gazebo for the day, like cool. to put your food and stuff underneath. Cool. But yeah, no, it's just gonna be a lake day, man. Nice. So if you're listening to this, you can come. Oh wait, sorry, this comes out on Monday. The party uh, Saturday. You missed oh, it. Oh, sorry. Do you sorry, want me to sorry. move some earth for you? I <laughs> shovel some stuff. Yes. Um. Yeah, it's uh, the kid thing. Like all the parties are fun because you're reliving all of the mm-hmm. the fun birthdays. You know, at a certain age, it doesn't matter. It's like it is what it is. And then uh, being able to celebrate and see what joy they get out of the yes. simple things yes. is so fun. You relive everything. Yes. And you realize that like your focus is on them having a good time. Like obviously we have a good time. Mm-hmm. But when they want to do something at an event, you drop what you're doing to accommodate. Yes. It's nice not being in the driver's seat for your own. Right. You know, it keeps you in check, which yes. is nice. Yes. Um, we spoke about a, a couple episodes ago, ago about like, you know, the importance of like treating yourself, right. And rewarding yourself for the actual work and not the, the results, which by the way, somebody on, on Instagram said, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. In my I love life. it. I love so it. Shout out to you, bud. But the concept, you have to dive in a little bit deeper versus just reading. He said, the, the whole point is to get the results, right? I'm like, yes, but, you know, if you're not treating yourself along the way, it makes the journey a little bit Did longer. you argue with the guy? No, I told him, maybe. 
Um, and then I blocked them because I, I like to like... engage. <laughs> you do, you yeah. do. You talk to the bots too. I, I do. Some... <laughs> I, do. <laughs> I throw a couple at the bots. When I get on, I don't get on often. When I got, I love to hop in and just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great idea. What do you suggest? <laughs> um, no. So the the lesson though. So Callie with the toilet, right? You know, she she knows how to use the the potty. She's fully potty trained, but her preference still is the um, not the diaper, but the the little one. What's it called? The pull-ups. Yeah, oh. uh, pull-ups. Yeah, yeah, pull-ups. But they're a little bit, you know, a little bit looser than the diaper. But, like, for emergency purposes, she she likes that. So the reward system has been, like, you know, a Hershey kiss when she uses the toilet. A little close to home. What? She's using the toilet. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, am I eating my own? No, not not there. She Maybe has to wash her hands. No, is. no, no. She has to wash her hands. Oh, uh, Elf on the Shelf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah. you know, she has to use the toilet, wash her hands, but then I put on, like, this performance for her. Like, I <laughs> clap it up. We clap it up together. I'm like, let's go, Cal. Let's go, baby. And then we walk to the fridge, and I give her the, you know, the, the Hershey kiss. But now it's to the point she knows it so well, and she knows what she's supposed to be doing, that when she doesn't, she says, I don't want a Hershey kiss. And then she'll just pee in the pull-up. Really? Right? But the lesson there is, like, you know, it's important to treat yourself often and make sure that you're doing it for something that you want to be doing, right? See, Livy would be like, I want two now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go again. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to go again. She's pee, stop, then pee yeah. again. I, I went twice, Daddy. I went yeah. twice. Uh, yeah, they give a lot of good lessons, man, but you got to sit back and really and really look at it for, for us because you get so lost and so wrapped up in the day-to-day chaos, which is chaos. It, it's chaos. Whether you have kids or you have no kids or you have five kids. Like, I know a couple people that have five kids. I'm like, how? How do yeah. you do that? And you're still like functioning. And I'm like, ah, whether it's one, none, or 15, everyone's got their own stuff. I don't believe the people that are like, yeah, once you have more than two, it's all the same. I'm like, yeah, you're you're insane. <laughs> you know? No, it's a lot, man. It's a lot in general. Um, what else did I want? I, um, I have one more too, but go ahead. The thing that the biggest thing I've learned is like, you it, you're you should be grateful when you get rest. But you shouldn't expect it. Like going into parenting, I expected to be deserving of more things, right? More time, more rest, more less interruptions, mm. more build, time to work, more time for myself. And then you realize as you're going through it, it's like you don't deserve any of that. You chose to be a parent. So your priority now is being a parent, right? So that was a tough shift and a long time coming where I was like, all right, well, if we get rest, then it's just the icing on the cake. But we should expect to be tired. Right. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. But that was a tough adjustment. Yeah. And Real the, tough. And that never gets easier, though, because lack no. of sleep. I mean, I have I have learned how to fully function on four hours of sleep, I'm sure, just like you have. I, I wouldn't say I'm But fully I can't functional. string those together. Those days of, yeah. like, stringing them, that's tough. Yeah, I I, the not, burnout I used to think I didn't need, but like fully functional, like I don't even know if I can operate anymore with four hours, you know. Yeah, I can I can push through for that day, but then the next night I need the like full night. So yeah, 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 I need that. It's big, it's but big. that that whole like reality of like you didn't, well, I didn't really expect anything going in. I know we talked about in the podcast and like we want to do this, want to do that. You don't really know the a commitment that you like. And yes, we were in a situation. I'm, I'm sure other parents have other things that pull at them as far as strain. The lack of sleep one was one that was a battle and still is a battle today. Um, not as bad as some other situations that I've heard, but that like we're going to get through it. We don't know when it's going to end. The unknown of when's this going to end was a mental thing I've never been, never had. Mm hmm. Think about it. anything, you know, adversity, or whatever. At least for me, I knew like an ending. I'm yes. like, all right, I play in, you know, whatever the sport, like the season's over this, or I'm doing this thing, this job's done this. When it was like, all right, I don't know if it's ever going to end, was that was tough. What, the lack of sleep? Yeah. I was like, this may never end. Yeah. That the, the mental strain of the becoming a parent and then having the second and getting back into it. And then going backwards, and then the first one not like the whole chaos of that really taught me like you're mentally pretty strong, but you still got to slow down sometimes because right. you can't 
just operate on no sleep and think things are the same because yeah. they're not. You can't take no snooze as literally no sleep. Correct. Right. That was the <laughs> dumbest advice we've ever given. <laughs> Don't sleep at all. It's okay. Um, and then the the final thing I want to touch on, which is big for all kids, you know, you see it just at, at school, at daycare, um, when they're this young and like you're saying, they're not warped by society. Kids in general, they show so much love mm. and they love so hard, right? When they see their friends, like if, if Callie and Livy link up, they're hugging. Yeah. You know, whereas when we become, I don't know, whatever age, you're like, oh, I can't tell mom I love her anymore publicly. I can't tell dad I love him anymore. You know, maybe when no one's listening. But just the way that they love as, as kids is a, is a beautiful thing. And it's a lesson that, you know, I try to apply. Is that you or me? Mm. I try to apply even more now. Even if I am talking to my mom or dad on the phone, I say, Ma, I love you. Yeah. Dad, I love you. Um, and now Callie, <laughs> my dad, I wouldn't tell him this. So hopefully he doesn't listen to this podcast. But um, I said to him on a call, I said, you know, Dad, I love you. But he had hung up. And See? Callie Callie goes, he didn't say I love you back. Oh, no. I said, no, he did. She said, no, he didn't. <laughs> he hung up. And it just shows that, like, she expects, you know, yeah. the world to be just so loving. And he just, he didn't hear me, so he hung up the phone because we said bye. Yeah. Uh, but it was just, it's an eye-opening thing, man. You know, we yeah. just need to, we need to love a little bit more. Yeah, the kids are very simple. Right? Wait until they get hit in the mouth with work. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Just wait. Just wait. Yeah. Um, so you got anything else? No, no? I'm just uh, taking it week by week. Day by day. Day by day, baby. Now Still this here. will bring Surprising. us to my favorite section, Dave's Dime of the Week. Dime, 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 dime. That was 50 cents. I got to remember it, by the way. So this is from the the Arnold Doc. I'll be back. And <laughs> I imagine. Um, I thought of you, actually, when I heard it. It's got to be a good one. It is good. Don't insult me. It is good. Well, the first part of it, you're going to be like, I don't get that, but okay. And it goes, I got to remember the actual verbiage. Early to bed. Early to rise. Work like hell. And advertise. That's good. Right? So those were like his and, and it was a quote of somebody else, but Arnold said, you know when you 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 see a quote and you just feel it and you're like, damn, I wish I thought of that. He said, that's the formula to life. Right. And obviously when you're in the thick of of yeah. parenting, it's tough to go to bed early and then early to rise. You know, same thing. Try, but his point was, you know, you're you're most successful when you get that full night of sleep or a good night of sleep. So you're early to bed, early to rise, so you're able to get things done. Work like hell because life is not easy. There's going to be so many ups, so many downs. And advertise. Everything that you do in life, you have to sell. This is coming from Arnold, right? And he's like, anything in the world, you have to sell your skill set. You have to sell yourself. Doesn't matter the industry because if you can't sell, you can't do anything in life. And I forget the word, but it's an Austrian word for bullshit. And it's called like Schmidt, uh, Schmutt or something. So he he said, um, uh, yeah, try, try to Google it. Schmidt, Schmutt, uh, some, some word. But he said, you know, me mastering the, the bullshit of life is what got him rich. He said, when I sat there and pumping iron and I said, the pump feels better than coming. Right, like he said, he said, ah, that's schmutt. But I knew that, or whatever it is. Give me the word, bro. Give me the word. But he was basically just saying, you know, I feed people what they want. Uh, I feed people what they want, and I advertise easy with that, that motion. I'm yes, like, yeah. and I advertise that. Can you get it? No, no. It's that a, sounds pretty. You got to watch that doc because it, it's is basically it on is that no, it's no, on no, Netflix? No. It's a slang. It's a slang word. Is it coming on Amazon Prime? Maybe. I don't know. But I'll, I'd give you my login. Do you see oh, the wait, McGregor doc? Yes. Great. Pretty good. I told you about that on the last episode. Thanks Did for listening. You? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for I listening listen. to me. Yeah, I could tell. All right, guys. As always, whether you listen to three what? or 153, thank you, CV. Oh. <laughs> the, the plug. Um, we thank you. Very grateful for you. Share the word. To the word made me think of uh, my man Joel Osteen. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, did you see that doc, Joel about, Osteen? No, about the uh, Hillsong Church. No, the main guy. Oh boy, dude, it's your future. What? Is it well, not corrupt? how he crashed. <laughs> is it corrupt? Or yeah, he... not how he's oh, corrupt. Oh god! But he, he's like, he was a, um, he's Bieber's guy, mm. and he's like trendy. He's got holes in his jeans, nice hair, good shape, and he was like the leader of this church and wow. movement. People loved him. Wow, I got to check it out. I could see you being a pastor of some kind. <laughs> no? No. What do you mean no? Well, maybe I can start a new trend where, like, 
you know, you have your biblical peace, but you can also lift weights. You can smoke cigars. I, Maybe there's a little lake attached to it. I think you you do your uh, sermons in the gym or on the lake. Yeah, lake's you know? kind of cool. You stand on water. Smoking serm. <laughs> sermon smokes. <laughs> Sermoking. Sermoking. Ah, I like that. All right, we got to get out of here. Guys, thank you. Until next time, stop snoozing. Get up and get after it. And get yourself a lake or a steak or a stick. I'm starving. <laughs> That's another Epi in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze.